Welcome to the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. This podcast was created as a way to provide education and connection to the women of Middle Tennessee. My goal is to connect you with local women's health and fitness providers so you know what services are available in your area. I am your host, Amy Bailey. I'm a local women's health physical therapist, yoga instructor, and life coach. Thank you for joining the podcast and being a part of this amazing community. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Women's Nashville Women's Health Podcast. It's your host, Amy Bailey. Um, I'm here today with Deanna Seymour, and she is the founder of uh, PhD Feminine Health. So I'm going to let Deanna just kind of take it away and please just tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here, especially with another Nashvilleian. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of what I like to call an accidental entrepreneur, if you will. I had um, been in the pharmaceutical industry for 20 years and had a wonderful career, was a single mom and kind of had my life planned out for me, if you will, and had the security and uh, comfort that a nice corporate job comes with. And uh had been very successful uh, in that career. And then I got put on um, a lot of antibiotics for sinus infections and ended up having two sinus surgeries. And as women, we know what happens when we take a lot of antibiotics. It completely disrupts our flora and our guts and actually also in in our vaginas. So I was searching for a holistic alternative for feminine care issues, but I wanted it to be backed by published clinical data. And I didn't, couldn't find what I was searching for. So I started doing some research on holistic ingredients uh, backed by that data. And I found it in boric acid vaginal suppositories. And I used it it was amazing uh, and consulted with countless OBGYNs and they loved the ingredient, but their patients could only get it through a compounding pharmacy and it was so expensive and very inconvenient. So I was just like, why in the world is this not being made and sold? So I'm a big believer that uh, everything happens for a reason. And as it turns out, my daughter played ice hockey, which was funny in and of itself because she was the only girl in a league of 300 boys. And and her ice hockey coach had a manufacturing facility that made holistic products for people and pets. Wow. Crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. So went to coach Mark Faulkner with my idea And he was like, okay, well, let's start producing it. He's a big science nerd at heart, just like I am. And um, so he did, he he started producing and um, we launched it in 2014 and began selling on Amazon in 2015. And within six months, it was the best seller in its category. I mean, crazy. So we were, we were pretty very jazzed about that. But most importantly, it was 
the impact that we were having on women's lives because, well, it, here in the U.S., we're required to market as a, uh, a product for feminine odor. And in Canada, we're required to market as a yeast infection treatment. Mm. Uh, but for both of these issues, you know, a lot of women had suffered for decades and it's debilitating. Um, you know, anytime we're, we're dealing with issues with our, our pelvic floor, right? And it, particularly with feminine odor, because it's recurrent in women who have it 50% of the time. So we're talking about women who, whose lives were affected negatively, you know, sexually, uh, uh, emotionally, psychologically, you know, women didn't want to be intimate or go to the gym, put a bathing suit on. I've had hundreds of women tell me they didn't even want to get a pedicure because wow. they're too concerned or afraid that someone might smell them. And this is no fault of their own. You know, it's nothing they were doing to cause this, but there's so much shame and the stigma associated with that. So that's what fueled us was hearing those stories. So I ended up uh, realizing that I wasn't supposed to be in my pharmaceutical job. And that's a whole nother story in itself. But um, I had been conflicted about it, but one day I just had complete peace that I knew that I needed to go run PhD full time. So in 2017, I left my corporate job and came over to run PhD. First thing was to decrease our dependence on Amazon because Amazon as a consumer, it's it's phenomenal company if you're a consumer, but if you're a supplier, it is an absolute nightmare. Okay. Uh, so I, and plus back then Amazon Prime wasn't what it is today. You know, it was only in select major metropolitan areas. And so you had to wait a couple of days to get the product, which is not ideal, you know, mm -hmm. when you have an issue going on. So right. I wanted to decrease our dependence on Amazon and make it available to women when they needed it most. So in 2018, we scraped together $7,000, which was a ton of money for us back then. And... I attended an ECRM, and that is a speed dating session, essentially, for suppliers and brands. So literally, I'm at a table, and I have 10 minutes, and every 10 minutes, another retailer comes up and, and talks to me. So um, my 20 years of sales experience came in very handy, and the first two retailers I landed were Target, Chainwide, and CVS, and half their stores which was just mm. mind boggling. And um, so launched in 2019 and at retail um, at Food Drug Mass. And then at the end of that year, I was in about 6,000 stores. Fast forward to today and we're in close to 50,000 stores uh, in the between the US and Canada. So just a huge, huge blessing. And, you know, we're in pretty much every major retailer in food, drug and mass. And um, it's we're growing the brand. Now we have a whole line of holistic feminine care products. So it's uh, who to thunk, right?
This is an amazing story. I love how you said an accidental entrepreneur. Things just kept falling into place for you. Yeah, they yeah. really did. It was totally divinely choreographed. In my yeah. Opinion. Yeah. Well, the passion was there and your heart because you kept hearing people's stories. Yeah. I think when we're doing things for the right reason too, things fall into place. Right. And I feel like people are put in your path as a God wink to let you know that you're on the right path. Yes. Um, you know, to keep you inspired. Like that happened to me uh, last weekend. <clears throat> I was in New Orleans at a conference and it had been a really, really rough day. I mean, a really dark day for an entrepreneur that something had happened. And um, I had two nurse practitioners come up to me in tears and like, you have no idea how many of my patients' lives that you've changed, including our own. Wow. And I started crying and then they started crying <laughs> and they're like, you know, we could tell, you know, we know this is not easy for you. So we want, we wanted to be a source of inspiration. And it was like, I, I needed that at that moment. Yes. So. Yes. You're right. It was a God wink. Things just keep coming our way when we need them. Ah, that's why we keep doing what we do. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I love that story. I'm going to dive more into you just being a women business owner in a minute, yeah. um, but definitely want to hear more about the products and boric acid suppositories in general. Like a lot of people haven't heard about the benefits of boric acid. So, yeah. So, you know, it's crazy. It's been around for literally over a hundred years. My family has this hundred plus year old farm in Mississippi and the original farmhouse is still there. As a matter of fact, I'm heading there tomorrow mm. uh, for a family reunion. And in every bathroom, and I actually took one, there are is boric acid. Look <laughs> how old this is. I love that. It's yeah. from, uh, who knows, like the 50s or 60s. I don't even know. But before, way before, I, well, not way before, but before I was born. And um, so... But it's been used in feminine care uh, for over 100 years. You know, it's been used as an ear wash, an eye wash, you know, mix the crystals with water. And um, back before there were gelatin suppositories or capsules, they were using it as a douche. Mm. And that's actually how I began using it the first time, too. And it was amazing. So there's it's like I said, been around forever. There's published clinical studies on it. Um, the science is still kind of a question mark as to actually how it works, but we know it works, which right. is the important thing. And, um, and it's a holistic alternative. So boric acid is, you know, they, it's in seawater, mm -hmm. uh, it's in the ground, you know, it, it is naturally occurring. So it is, it's the holistic, completely holistic alternative for feminine care. And that's been the foundation for our brand, you know, now, you know, we're not a one skew wonder, as they say, we have a whole line of feminine care products and, but, you know, we're staying true to ourselves and being holistic in everything that we produce. So we have, you know, a fantastic, completely plant-based feminine foam wash mm. that's pH balance for the vulva. Um, it's in Target, you know, it's um, a fantastic product. And then we have uh, I'm really leaning into that menopause space too, because hello, that's where I am. Uh, but right. also, I mean, menopause, it's finally getting its day. 
you know, there's finally topics, conversation happening around it because as women, we'll spend a third, over a third of our lives in menopause, but no one really talked about it. No, people don't understand it. Right, right. And even healthcare providers, oftentimes, I've been to countless really high profile uh, menopause conferences, and there's still so much misinformation, particularly because of that article that was uh, published in, I think in the 90s or early 2000s, that set women's healthcare back decades, Yes, you know, by telling not to use HRT, hormone replacement therapy, um, total misinformation that's now been debunked. But anyway, um, so we're, we're leaning into that. We have a great uh, moisturizing uh, boric acid suppository. That's great. And it has vitamin and coconut oil. It's at target as well. Um, And uh, we'll be launching at Walgreens soon too, but it's, you know, you can use it for vaginal moisture and or odor. It works for both. And then we have oral supplements, you know, probiotics, uh, menopause supplements, and then um, menstrual support products. And um, we have just a whole line of, of feminine care products that we're, we're expanding. And, uh, you know, we have a full-time product development scientist too. Mm. She's brilliant. And uh, we have... Uh, a scientific advisory board of researchers. And then we also have our medical advisors too, that we worked, worked very closely with. And, you know, we don't want to just come out with me too products. We want to work with healthcare providers, you know, like yourself to come up with products that are really innovative and that, um, really haven't existed before, you know, like fulfilling the needs of of the healthcare community, uh, which in turn fulfills the needs of the consumer. I love this. So I've had clients use boric acid suppositories for pelvic pain, like urinary bladder pain too. That's not what you're technically marketed for, but people will try anything when they're in pain, right? Right. So true. They've gotten a lot of relief, honestly. So I know. I've never heard of that before. (laughs) You never know what you'll hear out here. Yes. But also just having a um, vaginal wash that's pH balanced is huge. I get a lot of clients who are using things they're buying with all sorts of fragrances and chemicals and then coming in dry, uncomfortable. They're having painful intercourse. Yeah. And and Amy, that's why I developed it. You know, I went down the aisle, um, of the feminine care aisle at retail. I was like, what is this stuff that's in these products? It was just like totally unacceptable. Right. And I'm like, we, we've got to do better. Uh, and then most of them aren't even that pH balance for the vulva, you right. know, they're just, you know, very alkaline, which is not, not what we need. It can only, you know, lead to more issues. Right. And, um, but also on that subject, this is a crazy thing to learn, but we are the only certified woman-owned brand in the feminine care category of retail, which completely blows my mind. You know, here we have all these women's brands or brands for women that are being made by men. It mm. <laughs> just makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. When they don't understand the true needs of a woman or what our concerns are complaining exactly. about. Exactly. And how that changes through our lifespan because of hormonal changes. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Sorry. amazing. Oh, so I told you I'd touch base on this again, but I love that you're a woman-owned company. Um, women entrepreneurs have a huge space in my heart. I know how hard it is. What are some of the challenges yeah. you've come up against just being a woman-owned business? Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I'm being a woman-owned business. I guess I don't see myself as any different than than a male-owned business, except in the feminine care category. Definitely big differences, but. Um, I feel like some of the challenges and it, it might be due to the type of products that we make. Um, I feel like a lot of publications shy away from spotlighting the business or the category yes, because they don't want to have real talk about feminine care, um, which is such a shame. Like, you know, pure PhD is one of the, 50 fastest growing women-owned companies in the U.S. We were just awarded that um, last month. Wonderful. Yeah, so, so grateful. Uh, But yet, you know, when that story gets pitched to different publications, like, well, that's okay. (laughs) We'll we'll pass. But I feel like that if I were making bourbon or uh, insert any other product that they would gladly showcase the company, but um, I feel like a huge stigma still exists, yes. uh, particularly in companies that are uh, led by men that don't want to showcase women-owned businesses, particularly if we have uh, a stigma associated with us. I agree with that so much. I recently went on the news and I took my pelvic model and I had to turn it so they couldn't see the vulva and pelvic floor. Right. <laughs> when, okay, this is real. This is what we deal with. This is anatomy. Yes. <laughs> right. And it just showed me how far behind mm-hmm. we really are and how taboo this area of the body still is. Yet it's a huge quality of life issue, like you mentioned. Absolutely. Yeah. And so many women are dealing with it. I mean, mm-hmm. 70% of women will have issues with vaginal care at some point in their lives. So this yeah. is, it's a fact of life. It is. It day. is. Yeah. Well, we're just going to keep talking about it until people listen, right. And keep sharing. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just keep raising our voices yes. with other women or even men who are there to support it and ready to have those You know, what's interesting that you you brought that up. We, I think like 30% of our website visits are for men. Mm. And I have had thousands of conversations with men about, you know, at different conferences and such about our products, because it's, they're coming at it, a true place of concern for Mm -hmm. their partners. And where their partner might be having an issue that the partner, the woman isn't aware of, but their partner has noticed. Yeah. And they're always asking for our customer service reps get calls from men all the time, um, inquiring about the product and a way that they could, you know, broach that conversation in a loving, respectful way with their partners. So, um, you know, awareness is key for everyone. Yeah. I've had, couples and and men come up to me with tears streaming down their face saying your product save our marriage because you know sexuality is such a huge part of a relationship and if mm-hmm. if you're not comfortable you know being intimate then that could be detrimental and um 
to a relationship and you know sometimes it it's a reason for divorce which is right so anyway it's it's really been interesting and um enlightening and also very affirming that we're on the right path um and seeing the people who are vulnerable enough to to approach me and have those conversations of how these products have changed their lives. That's wonderful. So how quickly do people notice results, like with the suppositories, for instance? So it, of course, it varies from person to person, but we have, you know, countless women who say that even after one suppository, you know, they're doing great. Uh, a lot of women find that, um, especially if they're prone to, to feminine odor, uh, sometimes they might have a trigger for that. You know, it could be intercourse, uh, their period. Um, a lot of times when we're going through certain changes in our lives, our uh, hormone levels can fluctuate, which causes a whole cascade of issues. And one of those things could be feminine odor. So a lot of women who may never experience that before, uh, you know, and they're anywhere from late thirties to, you know, late fifties might all of a sudden start experiencing it and find, you know, inserting a PhD expository once or twice a week, they find it beneficial to keep everything in check. Love that. Yeah. I think what people don't realize is perimenopause starts on average at age 38. It's a conversation yeah. that's not out there. I didn't know that until yeah. like recently. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. We don't know it. People don't tell us that. And then we go through all these changes and we don't understand what's going on yeah. with our bodies. That it could be a vaginal odor or vaginal dryness too. Big. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are there any side effects that people need to be aware of when using any of the products? So a small percentage of women might have a little bit of irritation uh, and if that's the case, you know, immediately discontinue use. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also to make sh- important to make sure that you don't have any um, open sores or any open abrasions or anything within the vagina uh, before using it. And the number one question that we get from consumers is how long do I have to wait to be intimate after inserting? I was going to ask that. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. And the answer is you have to wait until the suppository has dissolved completely. Okay. Uh, And that's, it varies from person to person, depending on how much moisture your vagina produces, but you know, anywhere from four to eight hours, let's say. Okay. Um, So when we kept getting this question over and over and over again, I was like, because a lot of women, especially if they're, they know they're going to be intimate or have something they need to go to get in a bathing suit, if they have feminine or whatever, and whatever it is. Um, I was hearkening back to how I developed PhD and it was through, you know, water and boric acid, you know, mixed together and excuse me. And that is what made me realize how effective the product was. And that's what, you know, my grandmother was doing. <laughs> right. And um, so we came out with an instant odor rinse that, uh, you know, will instantly get rid of odor and uh, a 
solutions such as that have been shown in studies to not kill the lactobacilli, okay. which is, which is good. Um, so therefore, you know, women can use it assuring that the good flora won't be affected. Great. Great. Do you usually recommend people put in the suppositories at night before they go to bed? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, right before they go to bed and that really minimizes the chance of any uh, leakage or discharge. So mm-hmm. some women may experience a little bit in the morning when they wake up and they can just put a panty liner on if they're concerned about that. Some women don't have any at all. It just depends. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we expect that most of us have used some sort of suppository at some point and kind of expect that there's going to be some leaking with that. Yeah. yeah but unlike some of the others that are on the market, it's way less, way Good. less, which is great. Is it clear or white? What color they are, or is there are they colored? Yeah, it's um, actually a clear suppository. Actually, I don't have one on my desk. I thought I did. Sorry, I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a white powder within a clear okay capsule. So no discoloration to panties or clothes or no. anything would happen. And even our moisturizing version um, that has vitamin E and coconut oil. It's just kind of a uh, you know, opaque, uh, off-white, uh, liquid inside. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious too, you mentioned your menopause product. Um, mm-hmm. it's a pill. It is. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So my business partner, uh, developed, uh, it's kind of going a whole different direction, but he has a sports nutrition supplement company. Okay. And he developed several molecules with scientists at the university of Nebraska. One of them is concentrated creatine. Hmm. So ladies, you never knew that you needed creatine in your diet, but you do. Uh, so we generally get most of it from our diets. Uh, but the brain uses, I think like 70%, 70, 80% of the creatine that you ingest just to think on a daily basis. And creatine for years has been used mainly by bodybuilders to bulk up and put on muscle. Uh, but he developed the first concentrated version that has, I don't know how many patents, somewhere between 15 and 20. And so much so that all the major sports nutrition supplement companies license from him. And his brand is called Concrete Creatine. But creatine, uh, especially during COVID, uh, there's scientists at the university at UCLA Medical Center and other prestigious medical centers who are doing a lot of research on creatine and the effect on T cells and fighting off uh, COVID, Mm. uh, any other viruses, as well as cancer. And the research is so incredibly promising, but also for brain health. Okay. And one of the number one uh, issues with menopause is brain fog. Yes. So I have been taking creatine, well, for over 10 years, just as yeah. a daily supplement. And we decided, well, I was like, oh my gosh, like number one, you know, issue, issues with menopause, let's put it in our menopause supplement. Yes. So it's the first one to have, uh, creatine in it for that energy for our brains and to help decrease those uh, side effects that we get. Uh, In addition to that, it also has several other, you know, adaptogenic 
herbs for their geared towards um, menopausal women. So I love this. That's amazing. I'm definitely going to put the word out on that. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you very much. It's gotten some really good reviews thus far. Okay. And that's something you take daily mm-hmm. pretty much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Where do you still, and you kind of touched on this, but where do you still see that women need more support in regards to their health? Yeah, I think that um, there's still a lot of misinformation out there, especially with TikTok, Instagram, um, yeah. Instagram all about everybody's it. an expert, right? Yeah. One of the things that I'm a little surprised to learn, but not really, I guess, is that, you know, for that younger generation, really anyone under 30, they're using TikTok as their search engine, mm-hmm. not Google. Yeah. Which is a little terrifying <laughs> when you think about it. Right. Um, Dr. Google was bad enough, but now we have Dr. TikTok. Right. And Dr. TikTok, I don't know, you get what you get. And <laughs> there's just still a lot of like, you shake your head on some of the things that are out there. So yeah. we're really trying to lean in and especially with our advisors to offer some really good sound uh, advice on feminine care. And a lot of other brands are, are doing a great job in that too. So, but part of that too is removing the stigma. And that's something we've tried to do from day one because our mission is to improve the lives of women. And mm-hmm. in, in doing that, we have to have real conversations about about the issues that we face. So that's been one of the things that our social media has been charged with is, you know, having open, honest conversations. Um, And, you know, what's amazing is when people find out what I do, you know, first of all, never in a million years did I think I'd be the face of vaginal odor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Here I am. (laughs) So, but that's okay. Because when people find out, it's like, immediately they know it's okay to have these conversations yes. and which I love. And I'm so blessed that, that that's the case. So uh, people want to talk about it, but they want to do it in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to create that safe environment for women and men to have yeah. these conversations. That's just huge. And you're right. Like everybody is turning to social media and, you know, you may not know what you're talking about, but if you're cute and funny, you're going to get right. people and they're going to think that, you know, what you talk about. You're exactly. talking. Yeah. So yeah. Amy, this is hysterical talking about people talking about things. So I get this text on Saturday um, from our sales team and they're like, you're not going to believe this, but sex in the city uh, did talked about the suppositories on their, on their latest episode. That's amazing. And they did. That's so great. So last year we sponsored all these big name, high profile celebrity podcasts. Uh And, um, part of the agreement was they had to do an intro about PhD, like just talking about it, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, about the vaginal odor suppositories. So What's the name of the, um, oh, and just like that, that's the name of the new Sex in the City. Series, okay. The reboot. So on, and just like that, the opening scene is her recording the commercial, the sponsors, you know, spoken things for her podcast. And she starts reading it and she was like, what? 
I can't read this. She goes, I've tried my whole life to not say the word suppository. <laughs> and I was like, really? But that's one of the main threads of that entire episode was about her refusing to talk about that vaginal odor and suppositories. That's perfect. So I'm like, okay, I guess we've arrived. Yes. You got your name out there and you brought up an important issue. Right. Well, <laughs> she didn't actually mention our, oh. our name. It was um, a feminine okay. your company, but anyway. Yeah. It's still breaking down those taboos and just hearing that people are uncomfortable talking about it. Right. Yeah. 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 When sex in the city is the name. <laughs> and they talk about some risk, yeah. or at least the previous one did. I haven't yeah, seen the new everything. One. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. But we can't talk about vulvas or anything that associated no, with that. You know, <laughs> or say the words positive suppository. Right, right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Is there anything that I didn't ask about that you just want my listeners to hear? Uh I guess I can tell you where to find the products. Yes. So we are um, at Target, Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Kroger, Publix, <laughs> HEB, um, Hy-Vee. Uh, we were at, at Bath & Beyond, but uh, mm-hmm. I, pretty much, yeah, any major grocer, drug um, retailer, and then you can, of course, always find us on Amazon, but I will say something about Amazon. Okay, please. So Amazon is the wild west of retail. Okay. We have ordered things off of that platform and had them analyzed and they do not contain the ingredients that they claim to. You can make a product in your kitchen garage, put it on, up on Amazon and, and sell it. There's very little to any oversight on that platform, which is terrifying. Yes. So because of that, there are now dozens of other boric acid products on Amazon. However, we are the one, uh, one of the only ones made in an FDA registered facility. Okay. So make sure they're looking for the PhD logo if they do purchase it from Amazon, because we do control that brand on Amazon. Okay. So if it has your logo, it is safe. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So they can find us on Amazon and then of course on our website too. And if you sign up on our website, um, and actually this is timely because from that podcast, we, one of the jokes was they had a coupon code badge in the city. <laughs> so we actually made that live. I love badge, it. Badge in the city <laughs> for 20% off hey. our, our items on our website. That is great. <laughs> I know. We're like, okay, well, we're going to make that coupon code live. Yeah. And that's a big discount. 20%. That's wonderful. Yeah. 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 Um, I saw you have travel sizes too. And I looked on yeah, the website. So smart. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we have a, I think it's still on there, the travel size of our wash, which mm-hmm. is fantastic too. That's so good. Okay. Uh, this has been such a pleasure. I can't wait to continue to spread the word, especially to my clients, but also just through the podcast about your products Thank and you. just what a phenomenal company, just being natural, holistic, um, having your manufacturing here in the U S there's so many great things. Thank you, Amy, so much. It's been such a pleasure speaking with you. Yes. Yes. So Thank you so much again for your time. Everybody, please look up this product. And, um, if you have questions, is there, um, a place to email if people yeah, have questions. So in, info at phdfeminineHealth.com if they have questions, we'll be happy That's to get back with them. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Deanna. And listeners, thank y'all so much. And I, y'all will hear from me again next week.
Thank you.